0: Welcome to the My Favorite Sister podcast.
1: We're two 30-something sisters trying to keep in touch from across the world. That's Sarah. She's the
0: younger one and lives in
1: England. And that's Elizabeth. She's the older one and lives in Los Angeles. And we're here to help you procrastinate.
0: So sit back and enjoy whatever random discussion we decide to have this week.
1: Welcome back to the My Favorite Sister podcast.
0: Welcome back and happy holiday season. I think it's been feels like it's been a while since we've done one of these, but I think people have been hearing them, but we haven't recorded in <laughs> a couple weeks. True. So it's been a while. So, um you know, hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, it's been a while. Well, the I guess everyone in the U.S. had a great Thanksgiving, or if <laughs>
1: I know some of us had a fun time in London. Yeah, I took some, we took some days off and, well, we were, there was supposed to be a food tour on Thanksgiving and there was a bit of a palaver about that, but we still ended up going down and doing touristy stuff and having good food and then Friday we went down and did more tur- touristy things and had more good food, so. Okay, it. so you
0: guys didn't stay over. I wasn't sure no. if you stayed over or if you just went back and forth.
1: No, we just went back and forth. It was nice because it's um, on a weekday, so the train is only 36 minutes because it goes from Cambridge to our town, makes only one other stop, and then right to King's Cross. I'd say probably the only thing that we didn't do was that I did want to go see the um, like Christmas tree at the station that everyone was like, oh my gosh, it's got, it's like a library and it's books, blah, blah, blah. But that yeah, was I at, that, but it was at St. Pancras and we only went um... in and out of King's Cross, Which normally we go in via King's Cross and out via St. Pancras, but that's usually on the weekend. Uh, But since the direct commuter trains go in and out of King's Cross, there was a Harry Potter themed Christmas tree, which was very lovely and humongous. Yeah. uh, King's Cross Station, obviously, because that's, it was right next to where they have the fake platform nine and three quarters. Yeah. (laughs) I've been there. Yep.
0: Um... Well, I should say we are attempting to do a video recording of this podcast. Whether or not it works, I don't know. So check out our Instagram. I'll post some if I can figure out Just how take it works. I'll post some clips.
1: Uh, like, if I wore this hat for nothing.
0: <laughs> well, do you see? A little button here that says "Take Squad Shot." So I wonder if that means like take a screenshot. <laughs> Maybe. But we are for if if no posts if there are no video posts. We did dress try to dress festively. Yes. Oh, I'm wearing a nice little, a, you know, a little ugly Christmas sweater, but I think it's pretty it's cute, cute, but it's like a legit one, you know, with a little, like, Yeah, I feel like it's got like, little, and little things
1: felted like... on. Yeah, it looks good.
0: I mean, look, when I was on the hunt for ugly Christmas sweaters, you know, for like 10 years, because for those who don't know, my college friends and I always did an annual 12 Bars of Christmas pub crawl for about 10 years, so you had to find another shirt ugly Christmas sweater for it every year so when I was on the hunt I always wanted one that was like I feel like they become too commercialized now yeah like you can buy like a, a cute ugly Christmas sweater and I'm like no no I want one that like a little old mom or grandma had that they had like embroidered themselves yep. or they found it somewhere yeah like they got and, it at like you know, cotton
1: traders or something
0: like yeah <laughs> better if there's like little little beads mm-hmm. like you know So not. Like, I want it to be from Kmart,
1: okay? I want it to be from, not even Walmart, I want it to be from Kmart. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So this is my last remaining one, I
0: think. I think I got rid of all my others because it's my favorite one that I found over the years, but... Yeah, it's cute.
1: Yeah. Well, when you suggested that we dress festive, then I remembered that none of my Christmas sweaters are here, and they're all in the United States, the few that have survived over the years, and like, would actually be a size that I could wear. So instead I just have, you know, my trusty, very glittery Santa hat that we actually just use on top of the tree. So I had to take it off the tree.
0: (laughs) Well, what are you gonna do? Well, anyway, so that's what we're dressed as. If anyone, if these videos don't work and we don't (laughs) post anything, you can know that in our hearts, we were dressed festively. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm,
1: otherwise I'm dressed very festively in, you know, my gray crewneck sweatshirt, uh-huh. some black sweatpants. Uh-huh. And I do have a cute little snowman blanket. Oh, there you go. So it's a <laughs> Now, I'm just, no, now I'm just a disembodied head. <laughs> because <Cold. laughs> it's very cold, and I have the radiator on full blast for like an hour before we came in here. And it's still freezing, because it's below freezing right now in hmm. uh, where we live. Outside Cambridge and that is much colder than it normally is, so
0: freezing. Well I would like to share that today I am getting to wear the first time in like a week yoga pants. <laughs> and here's the reason why. And I'll explain to everyone why now. I probably did on Monday actually. I don't remember. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> Monday I was fine. Here's the reason. So I had jury duty on Tuesday. Oh, no way. So it was something that I'd been pushing. I I remember I first got the notice like around last holidays and I was like, well, I'm going to be traveling so I can't do it. So you can push it a few times. And I got to the moment where, and I actually was supposed to do it around the time that Tim ended up getting sick. Um, So then I was like, I'm like, well, thank goodness I pushed it because like I wasn't sure if I was going to get sick or whatever. But anyways, so this was it. I was like, I got to do it. So the first day I called, it was, like, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. They're like, you don't have to come on Monday, but call again on Monday. You know, you have to call, like, whatever, every day for a week to see if they're going to, like, call you in. So Monday, and I was telling Sarah before the podcast, we are now dealing with, um, on my end, having to move. There's some lots of other things going <laughs> on, right? Holidays, presents, like, all these things. And so I'm like, whatever. And we had, like, had scheduled a tour the next day for, like, an apartment. I wasn't really thinking it. I was like, oh, okay. Call. Nope. You got to go in. I was like, all right, great. Got to cancel everything I just scheduled no. for the next day because I got to go in. So, go in. So, I feel like the first day, especially, when you, like, don't know whether or not you're going to get on a, a jury or not, is, like, psychological torture. <laughs> all day you're just sitting there and you're thinking, like, because, you know, I don't know, if we have people from other countries who don't know how it works in America, but this is how it works, right? So you get called in, they give everyone, like, a number, Mm -hmm. and it depends on how many people get called in, right? So I think they had tried to call in 70 or so people, only about half, maybe 40 showed up. Um, Because, you know, in theory you're supposed to show up, but a lot of people don't. So then you get randomly assigned a number, and then, like, the first 12 are in the jury box Mm -hmm. but the rest everyone still has to sit there and i was number 72 or 70 maybe even 74 actually um so like at the very back like literally one person behind me so i'm like oh i think i'm gonna be good there's no way i'm getting picked right but i was like we'll (laughs) see so we go in you know the judge he basically goes um we're gonna like go through the day you'll get asked questions like Mm -hmm. they give a brief overview what the case is about and he goes here's how long i've talked to the lawyers and i do say i will say i like the judge he seems very like matter of fact and he's like holding people to timelines i'm like great he goes the case will be 13 days and everyone's like what (laughs) like (laughs) okay and I, i think everyone's like oh crap um I feel like if it's, like, a week, everyone can, like, kind of deal with a week, right? Like, it's, like, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. It's just a week. It's, like, 13 days. We're like, all right. So then you start going through. So then they, like, go through and talk to every single juror. And they ask you, like, general questions. Like, uh, you know, what do you do? Where do you live? Like, do you have any other adults in your home? What do they do? Like, um, what do you like to do for fun? Like, I don't know. Random questions. I think they're just starting to try to get, like, a sense of you. Well, actually, first, no, they did the thing where they say, if anyone thinks they can cannot be here, if there's, like, it's undue hardship for you to be here, yeah. stand in this line, and then you go talk to the judge, like, alone, and then he says, you know, yay or nay, so everyone comes out, and you see some people that are just like, oh, <laughs> and some people are <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> and it's like, it's like, I knew, I was like, there's nothing I can say that, like, will get me out of this, so, anyway, so then they go and they do that, and then, Well, first they tell you what the case is about, and then just – I can't get into specifics, but based on the case, I was like, oh, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be able to get out of this. I just know it just based on what the case is about. So you go through. But then as that's happening, all day they're just asking questions, asking questions, and it's like they're asking a lot of the questions of the people that are in the box, right, Mm -hmm. because those are the first batch. But then – so they're asking less questions of the people in the back, probably assuming that those people – will not be the people that get picked. Which is kind of a good thing and kind of a bad thing because it's a bad thing because like you're not really talking a lot so they don't know because what they're doing, again, this is maybe just for people who don't know, what they're doing is trying to figure out will you help as a jury person in their case or will you will you not help? Mm-hmm. And if there's some big conflict of interest, like yep. you work for, say like, say there's a case where someone's getting sued, you work for like say the company that's getting sued or like, You've had interactions with them. Whatever. It doesn't matter. So the day's going on and you're just, like, watching. It's, like, torture because you just are, like, a lot of these people, I just know they're going to, like, try to, like, dismiss. And you're just, like, counting the numbers. And you're, like, I don't have that many people until I'm getting picked. And then – but it's just funny. I, like, really want to know the notes of, like, people that they dismiss that I'm, like, I don't understand why you dismiss this person. They seem like they'd be actually, like, a pretty good jury member in -hmm. my opinion. But anyways (laughs) – so, you get to the point where it's decision day, and they're just like, I knew it was bad when literally juror number one, they were like, goodbye, goodbye, juror number one. <laughs> and it's like, oh no. And then they put the guy in juror number one seat from like the pool, and they're mm-hmm. like, goodbye, you, jury number two. And it's like, oh god. So, it literally, gets to it. I am now an alternate on this jury. So now I have the worst of both worlds because I yeah. have to be there the entire time, but I don't actually get to have a say in Ugh. anything that happens. So somehow as the second to last person, no. I got chosen as an alternate. So every single day now, I basically had to work two jobs because I'm trying to do my job that I have oh my God. and go into the courthouse every single day. I've had to wear pants, and I've had to wear outfits, and I'm like, thank God I did a boot run. Thank God I bought a lot of boots from DSW because <laughs> I knew it was going to come in such handy, because otherwise I don't know what I'd be wearing. So every day for this, so I've done three full days of jury duty, because, like, the actual case started on Wednesday. Oh my god! So gosh. now I have, like, ten more days unless something could happen, something could get settled or whatever. Yeah. But that has been That's my crazy. life. And if it wasn't for, like, the second, the, my actual job part, it actually would be pretty
1: interesting. It's <laughs> actually kind of cool. Well, that's the problem, To be
0: right? part of, like, the process, you know?
1: Well, that's the problem. There's that one lawyer on TikTok that I really like her videos and stuff, and I can't think of her name off the top of my head. But because of her video, she's very... She's the one that, like, reads the transcript? Yes! Probably. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know I love I love her. She does, like, the upside-down sunglasses. It's great. Yes, yes. But she does yes, a whole yes, thing yes, where yes. she's very, like, pro-jury duty, but also pro, like, that it needs to be, you know, a thing that you get paid for jury duty and, like, your employer has to legally give you the time off because, you know, if the whole thing is that it's a jury of your peers, but it's not a jury of your peers because it's the people who, as you said, without undue hardship can take 13 days off from their jobs to Mm -hmm. do this thing. So it's like, who are the people that can do that? In general, especially in the United States, it's not going to be the people who are from the, like, potentially the same, you know, background as the people yeah. who are, like, the defendants of, depending on the type of case, like, yeah. so I'm just like, yeah, so her TikTok then made me look into it in the UK and, like, how that works, because obviously, in, most of the time, the laws and rules here are much better, <laughs> mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and it's like, you do get get paid, but, of course, it's just, like, a small amount, but it's, like, yeah. you know, a bit a day it's you know I'm sure it's based on some old timey salary from like the 90s that is like irrelevant now and hasn't been updated because no one that's like rich and it a Tory cares to update it um but it's one of those things where it's like you your employer can't like fire you or anything if you have to go to jury duty and it's just up to them whether or not they like pay your normal salary or like make you take holiday days and stuff
0: yeah that's kind of what it's well, I just take... Well, don't worry. I'll get $15 a day to do this. Oh, my God. Which will basically cover, I think,
1: what I'm eating for lunch every day.
0: I think in, the UK, in the UK, it's a lot more
1: than that. But, like, still, in most places, like, not enough. Like,
0: <laughs> Yeah. And it's crazy because of LA County and how big it is. Like, where people are coming from. Like, I think I have probably one of the easier drives of some of the people that are... You know, one of the guys is, like, takes me, like, an hour and a half to get here. And it's like, oh, my God. Um, but... Yeah, I think, yeah, it's just frustrating, because I think people would be, I think you could incentivize people to want to do jury duty. Everyone looks at it as such, like, a,
1: and yeah, you know, stuff,
0: a burden, which it is, because, like, mm-hmm. companies aren't required to give you time off, they aren't required, it's like, if they actually paid people to, like, do it, you know, or whatever, it's like, I don't know, there's ways we could fix the system so it's not a burden, it's kind of like how we could just give people the day off to go vote, you know, yeah. but it's actually like an interesting process and it's um you know i think it would be probably beneficial for people to do it but i can totally understand how yeah i think i get technically three days if i were to take them pto i haven't taken any but like i think either i would have to burn vacation days to do it if i wanted to actually take the days off or i guess they could yeah they can't like fire me i don't think but like i could just take unpaid days but then i then I feel like I threaten. Okay, then I will not be putting in any hours on yeah, any day. Of course, so you make the de- you make the decision what you, <laughs> how you want me to play this. Do you want me to put in a couple hours? You know, over the course of the day, probably like five hours or so, or do you want me to like do yeah, no nothing. hours?
1: Yeah, zero or nothing. Um, yeah, on here I'm double checking. So it's yeah, your employer must let you have time off work. Obviously, you can ask to like delay it. Um, then it's, like, if your job is, like, tells you you aren't allowed to take time off, then you can go to the employment tribunal and, like, go at them that way and, like, claim unfair dismissal and stuff. So you don't actually, uh, technically, it's, you know, you don't get paid, quote unquote, because probably that's, like, a tax thing, but you can claim reimbursement for lost wages up Mm. to 64 pounds and 95 cents, which, based on, I don't know, current exchange rate is probably, like, i don't know like 80 bucks (laughs) so it's not great (laughs) but it's better than zero i guess but it's still not great
0: yeah i mean so the only plus well i'm I'm having some fun with it because you know i do have to go downtown every single day and within walking distance is grand central market which i know you're aware of yep um because we did a food tour and we've been there whatever it's a place in downtown La it's a big like market area where there's a bunch of different stalls like little restaurants and stuff like that so I'm trying to make it a goal that for every single day I would try something different so I tried mm, as many stalls as I can try in Grand Central Market and I'm acting off the ones that I've already tried or like our restaurants that I've eaten at before because I'm like I, I don't need to try you I know what you are but <laughs> I'm eating so it's just like there's not exactly like a salad place in there you know what I mean so it's like
1: it's very very carb-heavy. heavy meal yeah.
0: every day. <laughs> It's tough, though. Oh, man. In the jury, it's tough. Like, in the morning, you're like, okay, okay. Because they're just, like, throwing info at you. They're just throwing stuff at you all day, all day, all day. And I feel like our brains are, like, not made for that anymore. But, like, by the time it gets to be, like, after lunch, everyone just, like, like, yeah. you just, like, you feel, like, your eyes getting tired. You're, like, yawning. You're, like, it's not. I just want Whoever's on the stand, I'm like, it's not you. It's not, It's like, I just, I just had a heavy lunch, you know? I'm tired. That's crazy. Anyways, let's see. What have I eaten so far this week? Well, the first day, I didn't know I was doing this, so I just, like, randomly picked a place, right? I didn't know this was going to be my journey I for the you next- You should have
1: been, like, TikToking this the <laughs> whole time. Uh, well, I didn't know. You're like, here's and what I I'm ate at getting... Grand Central Market while well, <laughs> I'm on jury duty. <laughs>
0: True. I should do that. I'll do that. I'll be like, here's what I ate the first four days. <laughs> um, I don't know if anyone cares, but- So the first day, I ate at, like, a sushi place. They had these little hand rolls, but they are more like tacos- and I'm taking notes on them as well. So then yeah. if ever I had to bring someone back to Grand Central Market, I'd be like, Well, here's my
1: <laughs> rankings and
0: here's what you should get. Let's see. Then the next day I got from like a kimchi fried rice from like a Korean place. Is alright, the egg was overcooked. Then I got what I do like day three. Um I think I'm missing one. Oh, I did oh, there was a place that did smashed burgers, like, mm, you know. Yeah. That was really good. That place was good. I put like jalapenos on it and French Rez. Um And then the last um, Friday, I got this place that does noodles. Their name is Need Nudes. K N E A D <laughs> Nudes. N-O-D-S. Nice. Which is pretty funny. I got like a little Alfredo, which was good. But what I really wanted to get, because I saw they had it, and I saw someone eating it actually, but I was like, I can't get this. They have pepperoni fries so it was literally like a bunch of fries with like cheese and pepperoni on it it looks so good but i was like no i'm gonna try the noodles the whole thing is noodles you just recreate that at home (laughs) true and then i've had um let's see i've had like some boba tea
1: Mm.
0: from this place but i've had them before but i tried a different flavor
1: there's been a there's been like a boba explosion down in london i will tell you there's boba places everywhere and once I pointed one out to Jack Then even he was like spotting them Cause it's like he doesn't know what it is Then even he was like spotting them everywhere Boba baby He was like there's um, another and- one And I was like you realize one. <laughs> And then we like rock two blocks He's like another one I was like we're in a very like big city right now And we're kind of on yeah. like the side Where like a lot of the like Asian immigrants live So of yeah. course
0: <laughs> Yeah it makes sense Um so now I have to decide every single day what I'm going to eat, you know. So it's a yeah. little, it's it's a pressure, it's a pressure situation for me <laughs> because I have to like, I was like, what if the case ends early, and then I'm like, you have to prioritize. I have to prioritize. It's very stressful. So it's like I realize there's a case, but for me, this is just it's like it's like ranked, like it's
1: like ranked choice voting. You have to like choose. <laughs> it's been
0: very stressful. So I don't know. I've got like a tie place a fish taco place there's just like chicken place that looks pretty good um there's, I mean there's so many places right it's really hard to choose there's a sandwich place that looks really good but literally I've seen someone with the sandwich and they it's look like, about like massive they're massive and I'm like if I could take this home yeah. then maybe or split it but I'm just here by myself I haven't made any friends <laughs> on the jury so no one wants to be friends with me I, I, also about like that a,
1: I also feel like also like that is a TikTok skit as well. It's like trying, like the guy, that, the guy that's doing the Hunger Games videos, but like him trying me yeah. on a jury. <laughs> what do you think? What are you thinking you about think? this? You know? you th- are you thinking like guilty? Like not not guilty? I don't know. Like how are you, you... how are you we... <laughs> feeling? How are you <we> feeling? <laughs> are we feeling? Well, I, I feel like we need to send him that idea. He can yeah. make it brilliantly. <laughs> um.
0: Yeah. So, well, maybe because I'm just like wearing a mask. Cause I'm just like I cannot get sick right now. I yeah. just can't deal with that. So, anyways, but that's so that's been my journey. So it's been a bit of a busy week. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, just with like moving, work, church duty, and now we got to work. We got Christmas presents, and it's like, Ugh, I need a nap. I was like every day I'm just coming home so tired and just like, just like I need
1: a break. I don't blame you. That's crazy.
0: Um. But yeah, but you know, once the case is over, I can speak more about it. Um, but you know, I
1: know I'm curious. I did have. I um, guess I have to
0: wait ten I more days and then find out. ten to whatever. My boss keeps asking me, like, when do you know? Do you know it's gonna be over? I was like, I- you have as much information as I do. Like, <laughs> believe me, when it's over, You're like I, I wish I did him. know. But <laughs> and I feel like there's this thing where everybody knows you can't talk about it. Mm. Like you can't talk about the case, but then everyone wants to like try to like get as much information from you as like. They think they can about what it's about. like, I can't talk about it. I can tell you that I'm on a case. I can tell you Mm -hmm. how many days I think it's going to last. And that is it. That is all I'm supposed to say. I did have someone, like a vendor that we work with, email me. Because I guess someone told her that I was on jury. She's like, oh, I feel you. I was on a grand jury for like a month.
1: No. And I was like, oh "Oh." man.
0: I was like, I I can't even imagine.
1: And That's like the thing that would be like fun, but also like a logistical nightmare.
0: Well, Yeah. But I said, like, oh, your ca- that was probably, like, more interesting or whatever than, like, what oh, I'm no. doing. Hers was, was probably, and like, goes, tax
1: fraud or something boring as fuck. <laughs> no,
0: she said it was, like, literally, like, I think she heard, like, lots of cases. But she said they were, like, the worst cases, like, for just, like, a month you're hearing this stuff. And I'm like, okay, maybe not. Maybe Oof. I'm fine with my yeah case or whatever. Oof. But anyways uh I do I will have questions for people like once the case is over because you know everyone know you, you always know you know there's some aspect of the case and you're like I know someone I could
1: have mm. I could like ask about this if I wanted to ask about this but mm. anyways I mean googling in the in the news like you're not what, supposed to what are active <laughs> cases no I oh, will <laughs> no.
0: I oh, I mean good luck I'm sure there's like, I can I can look up the docket <laughs>
1: I know words like that, Annalise Keating. Okay, <laughs> that's true. I've seen Ali McBeal. That's true.
0: <laughs> it was very interesting to see like the different styles of like the lawyers involved mm. in the case and like just like how they how they question how they, you know, one likes to, like stand behind a table, one's to, like stand behind a podium. It's like what are the choices? How are we making the choices here? And then like <laughs> little technology things that they use, you know. But um, so it's been interesting, but it's just been tough with. Juggling that with everything yeah. else
1: has have any of them asked, um, a like per, I mean you won't be able to tell me yes or no, but you know Nobody have they asked about you. have they asked about sodium thiosulfate yet?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can neither
1: confirm nor deny, deny if they've asked about a perm.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Could be could be a case against like I don't know who's a perm. What's a perm in a box or whatever. I don't know. You know. <laughs> Anyway, so that's where I'm at, um, but I'm trying to have fun with it, since I'm like, well, I'm in it, you know. <laughs> yeah, it kinda sucks you're there, in it I'm now. Like, I wish, if I was in it, I'm just like, I wish I was just fully Pro- in it. Probably like, on the jury, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's just very frustrating. You're like, not that I'm like, wishing
1: anything bad to these other 12 people, but maybe one of them can just like... I have Someone a light ca- some, a light or... case of COVID, and have to. Call. Well, the problem
0: is, I think I'm actually number two. Like, so I'm, oh, no. I'm alternate number two. So, like, I need two people to like get out of here, you know, which I feel like is unlikely. So, anyways, it's fine. But then I still have to like take notes because, yeah, like, if attention. I do get called up, I need to be like, let me refer back to my notes from like ten days ago oh, to to remember this.
1: I have a hard enough time remembering what I was supposed to like tomorrow at work. I'll be like, What did I say on Friday I was gonna do today?
0: It's so funny though, because you know how you and I have the problem when we watch shows, we're like, What is that person's name? Yeah. Who like what was the character's name? No, I feel like I there were names you hear the same name so many times like so many times, you know, or the same thing reference. You're like, I will <laughs> like
1: I just learned dreams about it.
0: Yeah. But anyways, enough about that. I don't reveal too much, but I'm trying to have fun with it and pick foods yeah, that I want to I like eat, it. you know. But, anyways, but on the, any any fun stuff on your end other than your London adventure that you want to share with everyone,
1: um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't, don't think know. So, um, okay. Well, no, it's that time of year where it's like, what's the I again saw a TikTok yesterday of a guy talking about how December is circle back season, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> because I literally my brain is gone there's i don't remember Uh, i know anything i I wish once once the day is done it's gone and i don't remember it the next day i don't know i've just been working going trying to go to the gym it gets dark so dark so early and you know i don't know social activities and girl guides and stuff just getting through till christmas i go to germany for work in like 10 days so i guess i need to like get organized for that
0: yeah um, do you have any book recommendations for the week for
1: everyone? um <laughs> actually, so the last like only thing I haven't been reading as much because i I've been so busy so and I have currently from the library a ton of audiobook loans, so I've been working my way through a bunch of like y a audiobooks um but <laughs> there's like this um ridiculous like fantasy series, and I jokingly always joke how I won't read a book that's like like over, you know, 400 pages, but if this was one book, it would be 700 pages. Like, will I read a 700-page book? No. Will I read six 120-page books? <laughs> <Yes>.
0: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> sure. And so I've read all six of them and just like sped through because I feel like they're written that way and that they're just like little serial novellas, but of course each one ends on a cliffhanger. It's like the first five, it's called The Bro and the Beast, and it's the funniest thing I've ever read in my life. And it's, like, there's twin brothers, and one of them's, like, the president of his frat, which, honestly, we don't learn until, like, the second or third book. And I was like, you go, Brad. You go, Brad Coco, your president? Because <laughs> <laughs> his character's name is Brad. <laughs> okay. But his twin brother, uh, they get in a fight, but his twin brother's, like, favorite hobby is reading romance novels. So he's reading this romance novel called um, The Wolf's Mate. And it's, like, you know, a werewolf pack alpha shifter and the female character you know falling in love blah 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 but there's like some you know paranormal romance voodoo that happens and brad ends up in the book like in the world of the book and he has replaced the female character and it's the funniest thing i've ever read um, their kind of story arc ends in the first five and then now the twin brother gets his little story arc starting with book six, which is out. And then book seven doesn't come out till February. And I'm very sad about it <laughs> um, because now well, the stressful. brother has his own, you know, he deserves his romance world life as well because you yeah, know, he was sure. the one reading them in the first place. But it's like there's the frat guys are in there. It's just so funny. It's like at the same time, it's making fun of romance books while also being, like, an homage and, like, love letter to them. And it's just so funny. It's the funniest thing I've read all year. It sounds like that – remember that show they had on Netflix? It was, like, that – Yes, tr- it's it exactly like, th- like that. The, like, K-drama one. Yeah. I, I thought of that, too. Yeah, it's very similar to that. <laughs> and there's right, some portaling cool. back and forth and, yeah, the other sure. frat bros. And, oh, my God, it's hysterical. All
0: right, cool. Well, you got you got a, a series <laughs> recommendation there from Sarah.
1: Yeah. But I like that it's just quick and, you know, when you look and you see that you're already 60% in, it's, like, very motivating and keeps you reading quickly because it's only yeah. 135 pages. So.
0: Yep. Um, well, maybe we should get into the festive reason we're dressed festively mm. and talk about what we watched this week. And then we have a fun little game we'll play maybe at the end once we talk about the movie. Um, all right. Well, so this week we watched Best Christmas ever, ever. Whoop, whoop. I think we put too much of an explanation exclamation point on that where I feel like it's a period and true you're like, right
1: looking at it the title is like it's like best Christmas ever <laughs>
0: yeah um so for those that aren't familiar this you can find this on Netflix it's starring some of your favorite people from like late 90s <laughs> the, or whatever the 90s from the 90s from the late 1900s as the kids are saying <laughs> these days. Um, you've got Heather Graham, Jason Biggs, and Brandy, um, are your main stars. Yep. And for those that are maybe in the Southern California area, you've got the El Pollo Loco guy as well. He is also in it. <laughs> I tried to explain that to Tim, and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> These commercials were everywhere in California. <laughs> like, this guy, he's like, I've never seen this commercial. I'm like... I don't know what to tell you. He's also like a soap guy too, but
1: Yeah, I could see that. I could see that.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't
1: even know where to start with this
0: movie. This movie <laughs> I don't know
1: either. Okay, what is I feel like in years past we've had so many Christmas movies. We've had so many. It, it was always our like Christmas movie showdown. And then this year it's just like
0: There's like nothing. Ugh.
1: It's just a dry, barren desert. Like it's so depressing. <laughs> You know what? I saw
0: another one that popped up on Amazon that has um, the guy that plays Otis in oh, Sex Education. Yeah. So that might be another one we could potentially Add throw in. I okay. don't know what it's called. I don't even know if it's from this year, <laughs> but it was like on the top because I was scrolling for the thing we might do later. I was trying to mm-hmm. scroll to like look at movies. Yeah. See. And um, I saw that and I was like, oh yeah, I think I like trotched a trailer or saw some clip for this or whatever. So that might be one to throw in there. But I do agree. I was like, what Netflix? I'm sorry. Where's our Vanessa
1: Hutchins movie? Where's yeah. our, like, Christmas prints? Because they easily could have been what are we filmed doing? well in advance of the strike, so it's yeah. just, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. We were really, able to get this one together. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> so, you know, it's really funny that, because last time we did the pod, I think, was when you were talking about the one about the colorblind kindergarten yes. teacher or whatever, and I was, yeah. Jack and I went out to eat dinner last night, and then we are talking about you know Christmas movies and stuff and then I told him about that whole conversation and I was like can you guess what it's about (laughs) it's like absolutely not I cannot guess what it's about what's
0: funny is after we recorded like just after I went out and I was telling him about that conversation I said how about you guess he's like I don't know maybe a Diwali thing I was like that's what Sarah said (laughs) I was like that's literally the first thing she said i was like we just like it would have been a better movie honestly honestly. that it
1: was uh i just couldn't believe that i was like i like that
0: we're thinking diversity i like that we're thinking like i know we're just yeah we just want variety
1: and celebrate all (laughs) all the holidays across the world okay um but no is the answer (laughs) But
0: anyways, so this movie, I don't even know where to start with this movie. I, would say, I feel like this movie had so many good people in it. It was, was just like, so,
1: it was doing the most and the least, as our girl Heather would say. It was like, had so many things in it. And I was like, why is this happening right now? And it was, just, like it was just, it was always use... very abrupt. It was very abrupt. Like, I don't know, abrupt shifts in tone and cutting to different plot lines And also, I will say it's more of like a family Christmas movie. Yeah, normally, normally we watch like romances and stuff, and this isn't that. There aren't any. I would, I would rather watch that. But (laughs) yeah, there aren't any. There aren't any. I mean, the best part is Brandy sings two times. That's I was like, that's what I got. That's what I got. That's the best part.
0: (laughs) I feel like they didn't use anyone in a way that they should have been used. You know, you got like Jason Biggs. You got like all these people are talented in some regard or the other, right? And when the movie started, we were like, will Brandy be singing? Because if there's no Brandy singing, why do you even have Brandy <laughs> in movie? What's even the movie? point? Yeah. And apparently she just came out with a Christmas album. So I'm like, well, I, they, she better be singing because otherwise, mm-hmm. what are we doing here? I feel like they should have made a movie where Brandy was like some pop star or something or had like a, you know, and then she had to, I think there's so many more things that could have been done yeah, with this movie. but
1: totally. I mean, that's like the one we watched last year. Um, oh, It yeah. was like pop mm-hmm. star You know, pop star single dad. I remember that. So,
0: I guess, let's just get into, like, I guess, I think this movie was just boring, honestly. It was just like, what, something happened in this movie. You just
1: couldn't decide if it wanted to be, like, a comedy or, like, a heartfelt tale of, you know, the grass isn't always greener and what people, other people, you know, the like, don't have better things than you, whatever, you know. And, like, the materialistic isn't what's important in the holidays. But then you have a scene where... Um, the like soap opera, Brandy's husband's character like karate kicks Heather Graham's character, <laughs> as if it's like, and she like gets up with no problem. I'm like, oh, you yeah, no would problem. be in the hospital. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like internal bleeding is happening.
1: <laughs> It'd be like ruptured appendix, yeah, your spleen splenectomy. Like, <laughs> here's what boggles my mind <laughs> broken about that ribs. scene.
0: About that scene is that she was in the room like sneaking around, but the light was on, and then he <laughs> and had then to open went the off. door and turn off the light. <laughs> I was like, you would have seen her, but then you still decided to karate like karate kick her. Yeah, I was like, I said like the <laughs> scene didn't make sense.
1: I'm just saying, it, it was so abrupt. There were so many like scene changes that were so abrupt. Like you know the other scene that didn't make sense at the end. There's a hot air balloon and. Okay. <laughs> You know, there's a whole thing about it. We'll get to it. But the (laughs) the hot air balloon goes up. And then Brandy's like, girl, get in. And drops the ladder. Why did she do that? (laughs) She just got in from the ground. No, she had to climb. And I was going to laugh. It's like a test of upper body strength (laughs) to get into the hot air balloon. Oh, my
0: God. There are some funny lines in the hot air balloon, like, they were up in it. And she goes, thank God Monkey Bob had the son put in the wrong address or whatever. It was like, what is this movie? We're in a hot air balloon and you're talking about, like, if you just turn on this movie and you're like,
1: like is why this are they in
0: a hot air balloon? Is this Why mo- are they talking about someone named Monkey Bob? Like, is this what? movie
1: actually about, the, I was like, there was so much going on. Because it was like a holiday movie, estranged college friends, a wife that's like jealous of like... I don't know. That whole thing was weird. Yeah. The, yeah. I was like, it's also a tale of that you shouldn't let your 10-year-old skip all the grades and go to Harvard because they might be book smart, but they're not emotionally <laughs> or common sense intelligent. And also yeah. accept, being accepting of children with neurodiversity. That was <laughs> their yeah. son. And also they yeah. had a daughter. That was.
0: <laughs> yeah. We were like, did they just forget the daughter was like in the movie? By the end, they... I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. Whole...
1: She
0: had never got a daughter. superpower. I'm just saying.
1: Nope. I forgot but. she existed, and then there was the final scene, and she was in it, and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that they had another oh, kid. yeah, whatever.
0: Um, so, like, basically the premise of the movie is, you've got two families, you've got Heather Graham and Jason Biggs' family who have two kids, and you've got Brandy and El Pollo Loco Guy's <laughs> family. Apparently, his
1: name is Matt. His first name is okay, Matt. Okay,
0: well, he, he, El Pollo Loco Guy, you know I'm talking about, everybody. You grow If you were spending time in, like, the early 2000s in Southern California... Um, so you got their family, and Brandy sends out a Christmas newsletter every year and talks about, like, here's all the great things my family did, and her life seems perfect, and she's got, like, a kid, as Sarah said, that a girl, like, a, I don't even know if she's 10, but, like, is in Harvard, and, like, and, you know, she sold her company, and she's, like, got all this money, and blah, 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 and she's got a hot husband who's a karate teacher, whatever.
1: You know, it's his hobby. And so Heather-
0: (laughs) It's his hobby, yeah. Sorry, it's his hobby. He's a little so house then, husband. It's cute. <laughs> and then, um, you've got Heather Graham's family, who just like seems like a pretty normal family, yeah, standard. like, yeah, like you know, her kids are a little weird, but you know, kids are all kids have little quirks. Yeah. And then she wanted to be like an inventor, and but now she works at some other company. I, I need to talk about this invention, by the way, but like we can get into that. <laughs> and then Jason Biggs is like a contractor who like wants to flip houses or
1: something yeah. i was unclear I about was, his job I was so it unclear. doesn't really matter i was unclear it doesn't really matter heather graham's like
0: Ugh, like n- this cannot all be true blah 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 and then somehow the son she tells the son this is like boggles my mind she tells the son to put in her sister's address and she's like we should go to your friend's house who wrote this amazing letter and the heather graham's like no or whatever and then so the and I guess the sister had moved, so they didn't quite know where she lived. But I'm like, I'm sorry. But somehow they still you drove for, general... like, 40 hours. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah.
1: ever question <laughs> it. Like... <laughs> so you don't have a general idea of where she lives? Like... like, I thought your sister only moved, like, moved closer to us, like, only an hour away. And they're like, oh, we've crossed three straight state lines in a row. Like What?
0: <laughs> and I get the sense, because they left from Arizona. They made that very clear. They're like, we're mm-hmm. leaving from Arizona. I'm like, did they live up in like Colorado? Like, I'm unclear. And but then she said uncertain. something about Salt Lake too. So I'm like, maybe Utah. I don't, yeah. I don't know. They never cl- clarified where they were living. But I was just like, you don't have any sense on where your sister moved. Like, that'd be <laughs> like if I was like, I'm moving, and I didn't tell you I was moving to like some random state. <laughs> it's like I'm moving right now. You're probably assuming I'm moving somewhere in the general area of where I live, unless I yeah. tell you otherwise. <laughs> So then they show up at this house at, like, midnight, and they, like, knock, and then Brandy answers. And then this is the, my favorite line of the entire movie. She's like, what are you doing here? She's like, what are you doing here? Isn't this my sister Stacy's house? And it's like, yeah, clearly it's not. It's clearly Brandy's house. Like, obviously. Like,
1: I think there's like- a, I think we've discovered the reason why Heather Graham's character didn't become a famous inventor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, are you an idiot? <laughs> like who
0: wrote that line of dialogue? I really need to know because she's like, "Come on, like clearly it's not." So then she's like, "No, Brandy's like you have to come in at least stay the night." It's like midnight; you can't drive anywhere. And then of course they get snowed in, and then Brandy's like, "Spend the holidays with us and whatever." And there's this whole thing with like Jason Biggs and Brandy. I guess used to date in college
1: because or- so, yeah, Brandy just, Jason it was Biggs just and so unnecessary in college. It was, yeah, it was just so unnecessary. And here's what I. Here's what I
0: felt one of the problems with the movie was, right? Is that they claim that... They tried to make us believe that Brandy and Heather Graham were such good friends, and they just, like, grown apart or whatever. It was like, I saw no evidence, no evidence whatsoever that they were, like, best friends or whatever no. in college. Yeah. If anything, Brandy was good friends with Jason Biggs, mm-hmm. I guess, and then... Yeah, they were in a band. Like, I feel like... I feel like they should have had some sort of... Well, we, we were talking about they should have done, like, a college flashback, which would have been kind of funny, but, like... <laughs> Um somehow they made it like they were the best of friends and then like Jason Biggs came between them somehow and then like they kinda like broke up but they come together and they realize that like friendship is more important
1: than any you Yeah, know, Like both sorry had, Like if they had all been in the band together as like yeah, a trio okay. instead of just Brandy and Jason Biggs being in the band. But Sarah, if they had done, done that in.
0: then there would have been no chip mints. <laughs> Mitts, or whatever the <laughs> hell they're called. Chip. The entire time, I had no idea what they were saying. Until the very end, I feel like they must have had the captions on or something, and I finally read. It was like, Chip Mitts. Mitts. And I was like, I didn't know what they were saying. I was like, I'm so confused about what she's calling these. Um, yeah, the great invention that's gonna make Heather Graham a bunch of money is something called Chip Mitts, which you're eating food and it repels crumbs for some reason, because... Yeah the real problem about
1: crumbs <clears throat> for some fake science reason i mean imagine i could see it's like you know because brandy's like oh just put like a sports team logo on it and it's like i mean that would sell it like a stadium because then you'd be eating like cheesy poofs and um know, don't get cheese dust on your hands but i didn't notice until the very end of the movie when it was like showing the close-ups of the mitts that they were like weird your finger like, was separate like it was like this. lobster claw. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was like, at least make them be normal gloves. I thought like, they
1: were just normal gloves.
0: No, um, yeah, it's they're so weird.
1: Whatever, it doesn't matter. It was like, like it was like toe sandals for your hands.
0: Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and I just, I just feel like they didn't establish to me that there was any sort of friendship between these two. And then I like how Heather Graham was like, "I'm gonna go get a loan." on a house and not involve my husband in any way that's a good
1: idea that was so crazy to me one of my pet peeves in you know because I read a lot of romance books is in epilogues or whatever when characters get a pet for another character as a surprise present and I'm like absolutely not it's only happened a handful of times I mean granted if Tim wanted to hand me a kitten right
0: now (laughs) I would be very happy I wouldn't turn that down. But also, I'm not but also, lie. you guys
1: have been together for a very long time. It's not like yes. you know, you've been together for one month, and then the epilogue is True. four months later. <laughs> True. <laughs> and I'm like, how
0: dare you give me this kid that yeah. I always wanted?
1: <laughs> but yeah, so that's different, and that really bothers me. And I felt like, um, that whole house mortgage loan thing, and I was just like, how are they swinging this? Like with only her signature, anyways. Like was yeah. yeah.
0: Well, anyway, so we can, They're all staying at the house, right? And there's all this, like, Heather Graham is creating all this weird tension for some reason because she's, like, jealous of Jason Biggs and Brandy's past relationship. I'm like, well, they clearly broke up and he picked you. Yeah, and y'all
1: apparently, you know, have, like, a 10 and a 12 year old kid, so they've been together for a long time.
0: It's like, okay. And also, Brandy has a really hot husband, so I'm not. Yeah, I I don't think she's going to
1: leave a. (laughs) no
0: offense Jason Biggs like you look (laughs) good I think everyone looked great in this movie by the way yeah yeah good oh yeah great no complaints but I'm like yeah so she's getting weird she's like trying to snoop around and trying to see what's a a lie in the Christmas
1: letter or whatever it was just a weird vibe it was a very weird like woman against woman vibe for a Christmas movie (laughs) yeah
0: yeah and Brittany's being very nice she's like letting him stay there and just like trying to like have her kids get in the Christmas spirit and blah blah blah, and then we get to see Brandy sing and. How dare you whatever. make them shape pancakes? Yeah, um, write them letters from Santa. Um, yeah, and then there's like at a certain point I was like, "What are the kids up to?" I'm tired of like this <laughs> adult stuff that like doesn't matter. And then they were like doing investigatory. Things, trying to prove if Santa was real or not yeah the daughter that
1: um, goes to Harvard and she's nine years old goes to Harvard, yes
0: yeah. um, here's one scene that I thought was very weird and funny where they're having dinner first of all Heather Graham's outfit in the, at this dinner and hair was like the most insane thing I've ever seen I'm like why did you make her look like this yeah. she's an attractive woman she had like the only way I can describe it is like 80s hair. Yeah. Super like, 80s. One, one side. Super
1: 80s like deep part, tight curled voluminous hair. Yeah. And like
0: kind of like this ugly red jumpsuit thing <laughs> that I'm like confused by. So then there's this whole scene where like they she goes in to talk to El Puyo Loco guy and he's like she's like does it bother you that you know jason biggs and brand you know our spouses are like yeah and he's literally like have you seen
1: me like
0: (laughs) well he's like do you find me attractive and she's like yeah of course you're attractive guy she's like he's like yeah well you can find people attractive and like you know nothing's gonna happen and then heather Graham goes do you find me attractive and he says no and i'm like (laughs) why would you say that first of all i just feel like that's not true and second of all Why would you say that? (laughs) That's just a mean thing to say. Because they
1: were, like, weirdly trying to have it be a comedy until, like, the third act, and they were like, actually, now it's gonna be sad.
0: Yeah, now it's gonna be really sad. I mean, you knew something was coming, right? Of course, of course. So, like, Brandy has this son that she's referenced in the newsletter that she says is out, like, and what I was confused by that is, like, okay, in the timeline, her son's probably what, like, like, if he was, you know, it's like, how old is this kid supposed to be
1: where he's off, like, Doing refugee like humanitarian work, work. I assumed he was yeah. like doing, you know, at the start, like doing that instead of going to college or something. Yeah, that's what I assumed as well. But it felt like whatever; it
0: doesn't matter. But anyways, we find out that he sadly had passed away,
1: and that's why, like, and oh they no, had done, here's like, what we found out when what happened happened. Yeah, when what happened what, happened. When what happened happened. They didn't elaborate. There was no elaboration. No on elaboration. That. Just amazing wordsmithery. To explain, you know, a sad and traumatic event in this family's life, when would happen, happen? And then she just,
0: for one year, she didn't put out a Christmas letter because mm-hmm. she was like, and then she just like acted. I feel like she just like, yeah, you I was knew, like, what happened? She really
1: needs to be in therapy because that is like
0: not <laughs> great. Because she's still like kind of referencing the son
1: as if he's like,
0: alive, as if he, he's alive, you know. Yes. So it's like,
1: okay, cool, like she that's terrible. Needs to go but, see a psychiatrist.
0: <laughs> yeah. So they, like started a memorial fund for him and so anyways, um but so that was a bummer, but but also I like how Heather Graham after she got in trouble for snooping and she broke like an entire dollhouse <laughs> and, she and she got karate all her. kicked
1: in the and in the karate, abdomen. <laughs>
0: yes. Got karate kicked in the abdomen. She somehow finds a key to go into the room of the son which is locked and then she's in there and Brandy just like comes in and does is not mad that she's in there or anything. I was like, didn't we just have a conversation about like <laughs> she's just like she just like goes into the explanation of the son's death and it's like, okay, I feel like I'd be like, why are you in here? Number 1, why are yeah. you in my son's room? You're not supposed to be in here. It was weird. I don't know. Um yeah. But then I think we get to the best part of the movie is the hot air balloon situation. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, there's a whole thing with Brandy's son. He wanted to have like a solar-powered balloon to like fly around the world or whatever. So Brandy, who I guess owns some sort of aviation company. See, I think it would have been better if, again, like maybe Heather Graham, I keep wanting to say Heather McMahon, Heather Graham (laughs) helps her like invent the balloon, right? But no. Yeah. Um, no. Um... But then so there's this whole thing where the husband of Brandy is putting on some sort of Christmas pageant and the balloon is going to fly over the pageant and have like the star, you know, like the star mm-hmm. of Bethlehem or whatever. And so they're trying to do it. And yeah, as Sarah said there's some scene where like she, Brandy's like, do you want to come aboard? And then like... <laughs>
1: She has to climb. Oh, no. But before that, so they, she takes off, and then it's like, something goes wrong, so then it, like, lands again, and it's, and Heather Graham, Graham's like, you know what you need? An engineer! Yeah. <laughs> I honestly wish Brandy had been like, oh, let me call one, because... <laughs> not convinced that you are one actually but you know heather graham that works for a company that like makes um, robot vacuums but she you know is an engineer so she can absolutely figure out what's going wrong with the uh, like electrics panel of this like solar powered flight device like
0: (laughs) i think also it was weird and then they tried to throw in like the chip bits were helping somehow and she tried to like <laughs> yeah. throw in some science yeah, thing and we, it's we, like, we,
1: Jack is and I this love what a, this
0: movie needs? No Jack one and I cares. love a
1: fake science moment. It's like ooh the like electromagnetic whatever whatever um i was by that point i was just cackling i was like which like it was so bad because she did the when like, what she said what she said the what it start, really was downhill from the when what happened happened i cackled <laughs> out loud so loudly i thought jack was gonna like come into the room <laughs> and be like, he's like why that? are you laughing
0: i'm like i'm laughing at a child's death. <laughs>
1: It was so terrible. I mean I did like get it's like, oh it's so depressing when she was talking about her son in hospital and his favorite book was, you know, Jules Verne's like around World in eighty yeah. days. It's like so there was a lot of like emotional yo-yoing we're back not, and forth at to the be end. Clear,
0: we're not laughing at like <laughs> the idea of a child dying. We're just laughing at <laughs> no. the way it was like described.
1: So it's like let's have this slapstick comedy and then all all of a sudden there's a dead kid. <laughs> like it's so sad. Yeah. It doesn't fit the vibe of the movie, but anyways, were
0: joking. That, what if they had said later, Heather McMahon's, or Heather McMahon, Heather Graham, if later she'd be like, on the plus side, I was right. You know, cause she was right about the news. On, it's like Jason Biggs fucking told you so. I was right. Oh my God, no. But um,
1: honestly, but anyway, she wasn't gonna do that. But, but anyway, yeah, so she's an right. engineer, so she fixes what's wrong with the sure. problem with the hot air balloon, and, so, and then she sends Brandy on her way, and she's like, see you. At the pageant, like as if she's gonna drive there, and then Brendy's like, Girl, come along with me, and throws down the ladder when she could have just asked her to get into the she's balloon. 30 she's seconds earlier.
0: She's also holding this monkey. There's this whole thing with like this monkey that their neurodivergent son, Heather, son, has, yeah,
1: a son has a monkey that's yeah. his best friend as a pet. His name is Monkey a Bob. stuffed monkey, yeah. It's not a real monkey, it's He's a stuffed ever- monkey. <laughs>
0: And then yeah, so he she's climbing up the thing, but she also tries to give this explanation of like the chipmits will help the yeah balloons stay afloat for some reason. It was like, we didn't need that. No. Nobody was no. like, Throw more science in this movie. We really need to hear how the yeah. chipmits were.
1: <laughs> I just could not get over the fact that after she was like a hundred feet in the air, she was <laughs> like, yo girl, why don't you join me, me- <laughs> I was like, why don't you just get there on the ground? <laughs> I, like, we went to that, like, <clears throat> it's called Go Ape, and it's, like, a treetop obstacle course type thing, and I have never done anything so fucking hard in my life as climbing the wiggly, like, rope ladders that they have that you have to climb, like, 100 feet into the air to get to the platform to actually start. And I'm like, why did they design these as like stretchy rope ladders? Why don't they just make it a solid staircase or a solid ladder? Because by the time you got to the platform to even start, that was the hardest part. Like my arms were just dead and there's five courses. I couldn't do the fifth one. I got halfway up the rope ladder and I was like, I can't. I literally have no more physical upper body strength.
0: (laughs) You know what? I feel like this movie honestly could have won me back in one move if they had done this it would have been so funny so they're in the hot air balloon right yep. and somehow the hot air balloon cause the ladder's down cause the ladder's down cause she had to climb up for well, some well now reason. we know
1: that's why they had to do it because they needed yeah. it for plot purposes yeah, but true. really for logical purposes it was dumb <laughs> yeah so they on the top of Brittany's house they have
0: this like Santa in a sleigh so they're coming along with the hot air balloon and somehow the ladder catches on the sleigh or whatever right And they're like, the balloon can't carry this much weight. And Brandy's like, we should land. And everybody's like, Heather Graham's like, no, I have a plan. Which, by the way, the plan had nothing to do with, like, getting rid of the sled. The plan was, I'm going to now repel from this ladder (laughs) and (laughs) and go down (laughs) into the... And if this movie had just had her fall and then cut to black and then, like, next year, the letter from Christmas Letter, and they would have been, like, one year later, it's like, Oh, it's been a tough year since Mom died in that horrific <laughs> balloon <An> accident. accident. <laughs> it's like a real dark comedy turn. <laughs> I mean, that would have been amazing, no? I think it would have been hilarious. Because <laughs> uh, it was just like, why are you doing this? There's no reason for you to be doing this. And they have her fall. Like, let go of the ladder and she falls into mm-hmm. the sleigh. I'm like, that could have gone horribly wrong. Yeah. Um. But then, so she's like, now acting as Santa... <laughs> I guess to try to trick the kids yep. to prove that
1: Santa is real. Yeah. And then we get some brilliant, you know, green screen acting back and forth between Brandy and Heather Graham. It's hysterical.
0: And uh, and I love that she throws the monkey down to the kid. Yeah. And it just happens Lands to fall perfectly. right into
1: his. Perfectly. Which I realize that, you know, Brandy's family is rich and they have this big house and a su- presumably a lot of land. But I'm like, what is the flight path of this balloon? Because it's like, usually you have to, you know, start them up in an area where there's nothing else around not just fly into a town
0: <laughs> nope 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 there's no logic to the yeah. hot air balloon because sometimes yeah, the we'll flight... see
1: the, we'll see them here like uh, not where we are but um we used to see them you would drive you know 10 minutes down the road and then it's just open fields and one you know sometimes we would see them I think like virgin experience days does you know hot air mm-hmm. balloon stuff
0: yeah but there is a line while they're in the hot air balloon where brandy says thank god that monkey bob had graham put the address in wrong to your gps or it's like the, the most ridiculous line you're like what is happening um so anyways then like they drop santa then they do the star thing and everything's great and then brandy sings again and everyone and we're like
1: thank god we got to see brandy sing again because yeah. what are we doing otherwise Yeah, i gotta tie it all up <sighs> and then we have the and end they had, we have the end of the yeah. movie where they have like kind of a joint christmas card and I, so here's what happened when I watched this movie. I watched the first 45 minutes of it like three weeks ago. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and I watched the final 45 minutes of it today. <laughs> so, I see. until just thinking about it just now, because we get the overview of what they've done together as families and separately as families in the last year, but all while Heather Graham is breaking the fourth wall, which now has just now reminded me that the movie opens with her also breaking the fourth wall, yes. which really should have yes. just. Clued me into what type of movie we were getting.
0: Yeah, get. it was like it was a tough one. Immediately, you're like, "Ooh, I don't know about
1: this." But also, I can't believe you know the fact that like this the young daughter that they have never once even like mentions her brother, like, and that no, and he, yeah, she never even weird. says his
0: name. No, nope, it's weird. Yeah, it's it's weird it's overall. Weird. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Would we recommend Best Christmas Ever? I feel like there's other movies out there's that I would others. say watch that instead. Yeah, It wasn't, like, bad, but it wasn't good, you know? No. it It's kind of, it's, like, more, not sad, but it's, like, you see these people that are, like, they're better than this. Mm-hmm. Everyone in this movie is better than this
1: movie. I just, um, I just couldn't get over the yo-yo of tone changes. We get the karate, it's, like, you know, we get the karate kick to the abdomen, and then the... One character's like, you recreated my mom's, you know, dollhouse. We get his like it's his little soft, sad st- story. soft yeah. story, and then all of a sudden it crashes, and it's like a slapstick comedy again. Like it was just, it was a lot. It was it was really doing the most, and none of it was I just working. Feel like nobody
0: was like, I just feel like nobody was used to like their full <laughs> potential, like <laughs> as far as like who we had in this movie. No, and then okay, I have a I have a pitch. I want to get your thoughts because I okay. pitched this last night to Tim. So I said. They should have had Allison Hannigan playing Jason Biggs' wife in this movie. Mm. For those who don't know, obviously be American funny. Pie, right? So then I said, but no, everyone associated them too much with American Pie. But here's my pitch, okay? So I think they should do a new American Pie. But not, like, for the teens. For people, like, our age. <laughs> it's like, but it's, like, with all the original cast. Yeah. And it's, like, talking about issues that, like, people our age are facing like you've got maybe jason biggs allison hannigan's characters who've been married for a long time they've lost the spark they try mm-hmm. to like there's some crazy shenanigans to get the spark yeah. back. you've got fun. some of the other characters who are maybe like either divorced or like are still in the dating world and yeah. trying to
1: like be on and tinder I feel like, and, and it's like jennifer coolidge is like still you know very popular right now you know having And exactly like eugene levy and
0: jennifer coolidge mm-hmm. like height like maybe not the height but like huge popularity and they could be there and maybe like Eugene Levy, like, I don't remember where his character's at in, like, the <laughs> American Pie universe, but, like, maybe, like, he's single now and he's mm-hmm. trying to, like, get into, you know, I be think, funny. I kind of think that it could be like, actually funny and, like, Relevant to yeah. the people that American Pie was funny and relevant to when it first came Definitely. out, right? Like that's, that's like a brilliant people idea. People my age, people a little bit older, a little bit younger. It's like well, because it's like the, the generation, that, yeah.
1: The things that people our age are now dealing with, as you said, like with with Eugene Levy. It's like if his character is like you know trying to date again and stuff. It's like I, we have many friends who with parents who are like you know single and like yeah. whatever. That's but it's hysterical. like you know I have
0: friends that are like single and still out there on the apps and how mm-hmm. terrible it is and like you get into shenanigans and like. I think there's different, lots of different things you could speak to. Like, you've got a married couple that, like, needs their spark back. You've yep. got someone who was maybe, like, divorced and dealing with that. Or someone who is widowed and dealing you know, there's mm-hmm. lots of different. I think it would be really funny um, if they got the original cast. And it's like, and I think if you wrote it well, it could actually be,
1: like, yeah.
0: funny and good and relevant. Definitely. So, I don't know if I need to call in Hollywood. <laughs> I feel like. Let's make this happen. I feel like other than Eugene Levy and Jennifer Coolidge, no one's got that bu- busy of a schedule. No offense <laughs> to everybody else. I can't think of anybody. Just, who do I call? I'd be like, boop, boop, boop. Like, Terry, don't do the next Charnado. charnado do like an American Pie like reunion or whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: That's like they did the, um, um, I,
0: the a few years I back. I would have rather
1: watched an American Pie reunion Christmas movie than this Absolutely. movie that we just watched. Well, that's like a few years ago they did that like Wet Hot American Summer like reunion yeah. movie yeah. stuff so it's doable
0: so i'm just saying i think if done well like not one of these like straight to dvd you know they've done a few like american pie things they mm-hmm. feel like that are like not good just like straight to like yeah. dvd type stuff i'm not talking sure. about i'm talking about a real thing you know like real um so who Brilliant. do i call up in hollywood to make that happen you know I mean, Alison Hannigan has been on, like, Dancing with the Stars this season. I feel like she's Ooh. got some, you know. And I feel like, I don't know, I haven't seen everybody that was in the original movie. But I feel like people still look yeah, relatively okay. So it's like, so I'm just pitching that. I would have rather watched that movie than <laughs> the movie I watched last night. Um, but it has to be good, you know. It has to be, like, written, like, funny. Yeah. Like, and the, the comedy of American Pie from, like, when it came out. It's not the same comedy that, like, people find funny now. So they have to, they have to evolve. They have to grow. Well, that's why I mean, think
1: the levy's there to, like, be yeah, get him also involved. doing behind the scenes.
0: Speaking of, like, well, I'm just thinking about Schitt's Creek. I saw that Macaulay Culkin got his star and Catherine O'Hara was there. Um, and it was just cute. Because they had, like, that's a scene cute. of, like, them from Home Alone. and It was, like, a, you know, another scene of them, like, I was like, oh, I love that for them. That's cute. Um... I just love that Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song are together. I think they're just a cute couple and I hope they're happy forever. Mm. Um, alright, well that's best Christmas ever. Yeah. That was like a it's it was fine. It was just like it was not bad enough to be like hilarious. <clears throat> you know, like we watched some of those and like your Hallmark fair, but it wasn't like good enough to be <laughs> like it was just like this like middle <laughs> this middle
1: ground. The best part of it has been just talking about it right now because yeah. the fact that there's like the same scenes that we both were like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Also, I like
0: the scene we didn't talk about it, but when she repels from the window, you know, when uh-huh. she gets stuck outside and she has to like drop, and I'm like, uh, I feel like she would have a broken another broken injury. From that yeah. End.
1: Maybe she, maybe she's the one with superpowers and not her. Maybe, powers. maybe, maybe,
0: maybe. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I think for next time, because we're, I think we're only going to do two Christmas movies this season, just because there's not a ton, as we said. There's, there's really n- not much. I feel
1: like the only other there's one, some that are the only the some that are I mean, out, but they're more yeah. like family. Stuff, I was gonna say the only know? one, that, the only one I know off the top of my head is the Jennifer Garner, like f- yeah, you know, Freaky Friday, Family yes. Switch situation one.
0: Well, there's one, I think and there's I'm like, like an I just want to see one. Jennifer Garner
1: punching people. That's yeah, what I'm here for. Know.
0: I feel like I missed that from her, but yeah. there's like an Eddie Murphy one I think on mm. Amazon, but still that's kind a of looks family, family. I think there's one yeah. on Disney too, and then there's that one on Peacock that's like with Melissa McCarthy, but it's like called Genie, oh, but it's know. also a holiday movie. I don't know.
1: That has not made it I don't across think that's the type pond, of fair.
0: So. It's not the fair we're looking for. Yeah. We want our like you know cheesy movies, but we're gonna watch uh, for next time. It's on Amazon, I guess, slash freebie or whatever xmas which has leighton meester and uh Rob, robbie amell i think yeah. is his name i i Upload am and...
1: so confident i'm excited about that i think I'm, I, about that I, I'm very confident that he's like an old-timey you know like in the old-timey days the actors and actresses would be like contracted with a studio for like oh, all their movies oh, yeah, and i'm yeah. like i'm like what's contracted he signed it's like he only works for amazon now
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's amazon's bitch
1: <laughs> could be but
0: I think um, I think
1: that one has potential to be We'll see funny. him in
0: the next season whenever it comes out of the Lord of the Rings. He'll just be like <laughs> somewhere in the back.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah, He's like, like an elf here. or something. Yeah. He's just like a random elf. He doesn't have like a line. It's just
1: like, "Well, we, we had him. We might and as well use him." I was like saying like talking about the movie and saying the car- his name to Jack. And Jack was like, "Who?" And I was like, "The guy from Upload." And he was like, "Oh." <laughs> like, oh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I was like, also, he's uh. been playing teens and early 20s in movies for, like, 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. Alright, well, I wanted to end with a little game. If anyone listened last week, and we briefly talked about it earlier, that I gave, I had gotten a text from one of my sister-in-laws about a movie, like, that mm-hmm. she had come across on Hallmark, and she took a screenshot, and just, like, the name of it and the premise was so ridiculous, I played a game with Sarah where I said... Here's the name of this movie. Build me that plot. So we thought it might be a fun little game to play um, to see if Sarah can get anywhere close to the plot. I will say I didn't find
1: any as ridiculous as that.
0: <laughs> I scoured all the, I
1: scoured as much as I could. I'm glad. I'm glad that there's no pre-planning that was required on my end for this because yeah, I honestly, you seem to show up. when you were like, "And eh, the game we might play at the end," and I was like, "Oh no." <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I didn't do any work. No, no, no. I did research. I I googled. I went on all the platforms to see what I could find. Um, and I have some for this week, and I could probably do some for next week too. Brilliant. See if I can find any more. Um, hold on. I do want to find. All right. So let me see. Somewhere I couldn't find any as ridiculous, but let's start with. Um, the name of the movie is. The Spirit
1: of Christmas. Okay, am I guessing what I think the plot is or what I want the p- plot to be?
0: Um, I think you're guessing what you think the plot is.
1: Okay, But it could also, I mean, it could tie into what you the think Spirit the... The Spirit of Christmas. Okay, uh-huh. here's what I think the plot should be based on that okay. title. You know, I'm nothing okay. if not a true marketer, wordsmith... Um, and spirit. You know what is a spirit? Alcohol. You know what that means? A bar. So you're in a small town. We've got, there's two options here. There's two avenues. We could have the family bar that's in trouble and needs to be saved by the daughter that moved to the big city to have a high-powered job, and now she's back from Christmas. That's option one. That's behind door one. Door number two is that the, like, you know, town grumpy recluse, who also is very attractive, like a 12 out of 10, owns a bar, mm-hmm. and it's named... His name's Rudy, and the bar's name is, like, Rudolph's or something, because it's a Christmas town, and uh, a woman accidentally ends up in that town because she's on a flight to, like, Aspen or something, and it gets grounded, and she ends up in the small little town and has to stay at the hotel, um, the only hotel in town, and there's only one room left. She has to stay there, and it's owned by Rudy's parents. <laughs> like And so, of course... You know, she goes out and she's like, what is there to do in this little town? She ends up at the bar and they have like a, you know, little fling with the bartender moment. And those are my two plot options for the spirit of Christmas.
0: You (laughs) did not nail the plot, but I will tell you now what the plot is. I think that sounds like a great movie. I like it. You tied in spirit with like spirits,
1: alcohol, Mm -hmm. you know, you're thinking, you're thinking deep. It, could, but go, I feel like it sometimes... could go two ways, because it's, you know, who it's who's making the movie. Are we wanting, like, a Hallmark little family one? Or are we going, like, a little more a little more risqué on, like, a Netflix situation? You know, you could go a little more risqué with the, you know, high-powered woman with the town grump.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, I will read you the actual <laughs> plot line I'm sure it's like, film. so dumb. <laughs> now, this is a movie, I will say, that Tim and I have seen, I don't know, I think it's on Netflix. That we've seen, and we have laughed about the plot logline of this. So just I knew wa- this just had watch. To I've before. probably watched
1: it too, and I have no or memory. Oh,
0: we have not. We have not watched it. We just have okay. read what it is. Got it, like, got, this... It, got it. Okay. All right. With a promotion on the line, ambitious young lawyer Kate heads to Vermont to broker the sale of an old inn. Nailed it. Okay. Hold on.
1: <laughs> hold on. Um. I'm how, ca- how continuing far, on. Yeah, I was gonna be jokingly. You know, how far are they from? Denver, Colorado.
0: I don't know that one year. I all don't in Colorado. Know. I know it's either like Chicago, Denver. I was I was curious to see where this year took <laughs> yeah. us, but there weren't. I don't think there's enough movies. I feel like last year okay.
1: last year was the year of Vermont because all of those ones were in Vermont.
0: Um. All right, here we go. Uh, Kate has her work cut out for her when she learns it's haunted, and she meets <gasps> Daniel Forsythe, a hand- handsome man who died <laughs> ninety five years ago. Wait,
1: I want to watch that. I would read that book, and I have Wait. friends that would read that book. <laughs>
0: Okay. Each year, Daniel takes human form exactly 12 days before Christmas, (gasps) unable to move on with the mystery of his death unsolved, determined to help Kate find
1: herself. No, you can't help him move on. You have to help him become a real man again, because that's not a happily ever after if he moves on and then is just fully dead. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So I realize that I have not gotten the entire thing, but it says determined to help Daniel. Kate finds herself, I assume, like, you know, falling in love or something like that.
1: It's like a, it's so like a Kate and Leopold. Christmas. Okay, that yeah. is brilliant, and I honestly should have thought of that, but yeah, Spirit, you know, I didn't think there was any ghost ones on, uh, that's great, I will watch that. <laughs> <laughs> so we've convinced Sarah that this is one that she wants to
0: watch. Yeah,
1: I would definitely, um, I would definitely read that book. Here's the thing, there's some ghost, you know, popular books where, here's my thing with ghost romance, though, it's like, I need to know. That, like, they're going to be unghosted. Like, I need to know that before going in Because it's, like, I don't care if the sci- Obviously it's not real, like, it's a book So it doesn't matter, but I just need that HEA, otherwise I'd be stressed the whole time Um I need that guarantee But that's funny, okay, I like that twist on the On the okay. word spirit, which there's, like, a series It's called, like, spirit, like, the first book's called, like, Spirited Situation, and it's And then there's, like, you know, whatever, Haunted Vortex And, like, other ones, Conduit Crisis So it's, like, okay, yeah all right. Well, here we'll do number
0: two here. Okay. Yep. Number two movie is called My Norwegian Holiday. <laughs>
1: um, is this like the best? Would be like, is this a movie from like Finland? Like,
0: <laughs> I don't think so. I think this is a Hallmark movie. Norwegian Holiday. And I think The Spirit of Christmas might be on Netflix. It could be on Amazon. If whoever wants to watch mm. it now, Sarah,
1: Sarah has convinced them that
0: this is one that they should watch.
1: I mean... My Norwegian holiday, I believe, is a Hallmark jam. Okay. I mean, they don't really have the budget to actually go to
0: Norway, but, like... Well, it's funny because <laughs> when I was pulling them, Tim goes, this is it, and we have a little town kind of, like, a couple hours away called Solvang that's, like, mm-hmm. a little whatever, and so he's like, did they film this here? I'm like, I have no idea, <laughs> but I
1: probably... Um... Oh I don't know. Is this, like going to be like a girl who is like supposed to go on a holiday and something happens and then he, she ends up like I don't know, meeting some dude who like is Norwegian, but he's like a he's like a knockoff Alexander Skarsgård type and he's not Norwegian, he's Swedish, but you know. I don't know any Norwegian actors Can off the top get of my people head. People
0: coming for you being like <laughs> He's not Norwegian, he's yeah. Swedish. i
1: would be like, I know, that's the caveat, but I don't know the <laughs> names of any Norwegian actors off the top of my head, okay? He's blonde and rugged and probably wears Carhartt coats. Like, <laughs> There we go. Um, And probably like, I don't know, it's probably, I can't, I, mm, you know, now I have the paranormal situation, I'm like, but Hallmark, their like, budget It's, not, para- it's yeah, not paranormal. It's not paranormal, <laughs> but I'm like, you know, one thing we didn't mention about the last movie is that we also got the key thing you have to have in these um, Christmas movies is there was a Santa guy who was there, oh, and then he I forgot. disappeared.
0: We, we totally yeah, forgot about him.
1: I forgot. Just because I was like, <laughs> oh, was we're just, adding
0: that to this movie now, too? There was
1: just so much going on that we completely There's forgot. There's magic. It's Christmas magic. And so, you know, maybe it's like this girl is for some reason supposed to go to Norway, but something happens and she, like, I don't know, meets a guy on the train or something and then, like, ends up, like, everything goes wrong and then she's, like, in this little town and the only person she knows is this random dude who has, you know, a 12-pack and somehow she ends up, like, staying at his house and it's, like, a forced proximity, like, situation. But I don't know. I feel like there might need to be, like, some sort of tragic reason for why she's going to Norway. Like, why is the high-powered, successful woman... Not with her family at Christmas. Like, why is she going to Norway? I mean, you might be
0: onto something there, because here's the actual plot of My Norwegian Holiday. Okay, here it goes. Okay. A man and a woman travel to Norway to uncover the origins of a troll figurine that the woman owns while she's grieving the loss of her grandmother. So, I mean, you're kind of right there. We're on the right track. Yeah, why is she not with
1: her... Why is she not with... Like, why isn't she with her family? And that's... Okay, people can't be mad at me for saying you say Alexander the is my example when this movie is talking about. It's a Norway. What can we have in it? Trolls. <laughs> Trolls. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know there's going to be some troll magic in that movie. Yeah. There's going to be like some troll yeah, There you folklore. go. That's the
1: magic. That's the magic that brings them together. Uh, we have to all right, watch it. I'll do one mo- Is that a I'll new one? one from, is that a new one from this year? Or I think something? it might
0: be a new one. I think it might be a new one. We have to watch it. We have um, to watch it.
1: We have
0: to find, I mean, I haven't had a bunch, to watch but it, but I'll Maybe I'll do one more oh and we'll God, see how we're so feeling. Funny. Okay. Alright, here we go. Christmas comes twice.
1: Ayo. <laughs> is it like that's a not it. <laughs> is it like a um like a Christmas, but like groundhog day? Maybe Groundhog Day.
0: I mean, yeah, maybe. I think so. I think it might be on the <laughs> that's All my right. Guess. It was too
1: easy. So we're gonna have to
0: do another one because here it is. Uh Tamara Maury Housley, oh, so we shit, our T and fix, plays Cheryl, an astrophysicist uh-huh. who's longing to work on her own project rather than review grant applications. And when she, she discovers gets home time for the travel. holidays Great. and hops on the town's carousel, she discovers she's time-traveled five years earlier. With this second chance at life, Cheryl reconnects with friends old and new, including Frenemy George, played by Michael A- Xavier... Who may show her what life is truly about? Hmm.
1: Okay. So not fully like a Groundhog Day because it's not the same day over and over and over. But there's like you know a similar aspect of uh, time yeah. travel involved. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. So that one was too easy. So is that one also line.
1: sponsored by um...
0: <laughs> Balsam Hill or yeah. whatever? Yeah. Probably. Probably. Um. All right. Let me see. What's a good one? What's a good one? Um. All right. Let's see. We've got. I'll do one more. The nine lives of Christmas.
1: Now I'm trying to think outside the box. Obviously, nine lives makes you think of like cats and stuff. Um, but also there's that like movie where it's like the like wishes in the candle or whatever. I think that's like a horror film. Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> you I've
0: thrown a horror, horror Christmas movie on the list for you.
1: Okay, okay what was it again? The Nine Lives of Christmas? The Christ- Nine Lives of Christmas. The Nine Lives of Christmas. I mean, what if it's like... Oh, I don't know. Hmm. I feel like the title is too obvious. <laughs> I'm questioning... Like I'm just giving you the title. I'm questioning, questioning everything. I feel like it'd be like if Sabrina the Teenage Witch had a Christmas movie, but I know that's not it. What channel is it from?
0: I think Hallmark. Mmm. Or it originally it on Hallmark and I don't know probably <laughs> streaming multiple
1: places now. Hmm. I don't know. And we already did time travel, so it's probably not time travel again. Ooh. Is it like a big cast? So there's like nine people, and it's like all their individual stories or something, like a New Year's no. Day type situation. Oh no! Okay. Um, I don't know. Do they have a cat? Is there a cat involved? I'm gonna be real. That's there's a, a cat. In- <laughs> there is a cat involved.
0: You're on the right track with that one.
1: Okay. Uh, Okay. So it's only- something where it was so- too obvious so with they- the name. No, something Christmassy. Got it. There's a cat. We've got <laughs> the cat is having to bring together. Got it. There's a cat. <laughs> It's coming to now. The cat is having to, like, bring together some people. So, like, you know you know how, like, in Dalmatians, it's like, you know, the dogs, they, like, tie them together with the leashes. Yep. Yep. So it's like, no. There's, like, a sure. cat. Someone, the girl, she's a sad cat lady. And she, like, loses her cat. And it's, like, up in a tree. And here comes the, like, I don't know. Their town has one single hot man who, it, like, they have a single man who's hot and also single. Like... <laughs> And he happens to be a firefighter and he saves the cat from the tree. And then other things happen. But I don't, yeah, that's all I've got with a cat.
0: Wait, what is the last thing that you just said? He happens to be a what? A
1: firefighter.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh my God. You might even <laughs> nail this on the head. Sorry. The app was like threatening to close on me. Oh no. So I was like trying to deal with that. Okay. But here we go. The Nine Lives of Christmas. As the Christmas holiday draws near, a veterinary student.
1: Oh, snap. Okay, a, okay. okay,
0: Kimberly Sustad. Dad. And a straight cat challenge of fireman's Brandon Rouse's <laughs> commitment to life as a bachelor. So you were pretty on the money with that one. That was good. That was good.
1: I was like how, else, well, how else nailed could,
0: firefighters.
1: How else? Well, you know, how else could you use a cat in a like as a trope? But okay, so she's not a sad cat lady. She's just a veterinarian student. yes So okay. She could
0: still be sad. We don't know. She could still be a sad <laughs> cat lady.
1: Well, I like the characterization of her as an animal lover, you know, veterinarian, you know, it's not, the way it's written isn't just like, sad and depressed for Christmas.
0: (laughs) No. All right. well, those were a couple, that that was a fun little game. I'll have more for next time. I still have some more. It's so much pressure now. I I think you did, I think you did pretty good, though. I mean... I think you got the cat thing, you did the time travel thing. I think like the only one you were off on is the spirit, spirit of Christmas. Of
1: yeah, the spirit of Christmas, which honestly I feel like probably the movies I described exist. <laughs>
0: so, oh, 100%. I just don't I know what they're that. called.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I like my, I tried to uh, find ones where the name, yeah, like were so and the plot was just so like what
1: is this plot? <laughs> yeah, for a Christmas it's actually, for a Christmas movie. It, it's so funny. I mean, Obviously, that one Vanessa Hudgens one with the like, um, advent calendar. Oh, no, not is that No, there's the advent calendar one is what's her face from Vampire Diaries. Then there's yeah. the Vanessa Hudgens one where it's like the night before Christmas and the night, before and it's the night with a kid. Yeah. That's kind of like the ghost one, really, because it's like, you know, yeah, person from another time.
0: Yeah, see, it's tough though, because so many Christmas movies, as I discovered last night, are so generic in the title it's, that yeah. it's like it.
1: I had to pick something it's where like you could the, at least, the, it's like glean the Christmas something. gift, the gift of Christmas. Christmas gifting, the present, the like, presence of Christmas, the Christmas presents. It's like, like Christmas they're all
0: the same. in like, it's like Christmas in the mountains or something. It's yeah. like okay, that, that you just generic plot. Yeah. I don't know. Christmas
1: like, with the family, the family at Christmas. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, exactly. So I had to give some. I had to pick some titles that oh, you could that actually like great. come up with some Those sort of storyline. Um, but speaking of that, Vanessa Hudgens, did you notice? That Netflix has done it again. They interwove the so when they're in so the little son runs away or whatever and he ends up at like a Japanese restaurant or something for some reason. Mm-hmm. And in the background is the Princess Switch movie like no playing way. up on
1: the TV. Yeah. I just I noticed I, like, <gasps> I noticed the I um, like, there it is. <laughs> you know, obviously the TV and thing because they have like the news announcement, but that is brilliant.
0: Yeah. Um one other thing I will say, and I was saying this last night so i want obviously i don't want ai to take over writing jobs or acting jobs or anything like that but i think one year it'd be a really funny experiment to have ai write and i know they've like bots that have written movies like Mm -hmm. write a christmas movie but i need actors to just perform it as as written written. like no changes no humans can come there and change it i just want to see it and see how it would play out like a one one act
1: a one act live read yeah yes
0: (laughs) And they have to, like, give all the stage direction and everything, too, like, in the script, you know? So, yeah. the like AI is creating all of it, so <laughs> nobody can step in and be like, this is weird. Like, this is not how humans would act. Nope. No, no, no. Yeah, maybe just, like, one act. I think it would be funny. I think yeah. they should do that on, like, SNL or something. That would be funny. But, all right. Well, that is um, the end of our first Christmas, you know, our Christmas episode of the season. Yep. Um, And as we said, we're going to watch Xmas last year, or next, not last year which Xmas, (laughs) next time we talk and then we'll probably be taking a little bit of a, you know, couple week break for the holidays Holidays, yep, the holidays um, yeah, and I'm gonna try to get some videos live of this, but I make no promises, so, you know, check our our Instagram in the next few weeks, I'll see what I can do (laughs) but I make no promises um, alright, well, hope everyone has a lovely week and deals with whatever they gotta deal with and I'll be eating food every day at your duty. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Until next time. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. You can also follow us on
1: Instagram at My Favorite Sister Pod. Or shoot us an email at My Favorite at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.